Welcome to the Crystal Crawford Show. I'm Crystal Crawford, and I invite you to a deep exploration of the tools of access consciousness and a totally different way of being. Hey, you crazy diamond. Welcome to the Crystal Crawford Show, where we take one topic and we explore the shit out of it from 82 different directions. So welcome to Cali, Colombia. I am in an Airbnb, and as of yesterday, we found an apartment here, so we're going to be actually starting to reside in Colombia. My gosh. And today, I called this episode, Stimulating Change in Your Money and Finances. I have a three-day challenge that's just starting live this week, but if you're listening to this in the future, you can go to my website and find it as well, because I really wanted to make something that you could choose at any time to really start to create something different with money, well, with business and finances. (laughs) Never mind. Listen to what I write, not what I say, because I don't know what I'm talking about. Oh, man. Um, I... You know, probably for me, stimulating change is probably just where I function from and where I'm interested in living. Um, So I don't know that this is a brand new conversation. I would say probably almost all of my shows are about stimulating change of some sort. But I wanted to direct it in this direction for a minute. There's, I run into a lot of people that have difficulty with money. And we just don't need to live like that. And I also run into a lot of people with their business where they like either don't know how to change what's showing up or they don't know how to get off stop or they don't know how to get unstuck. There's a lot of I don't know how to that I run into. And the bitch about that is that there's no how to anything. There's no answer. And I know that's annoying. I know that's annoying. I myself have just recently come off with like exploring another answer. Turns out there is no answer, but I needed that information. There's only question. That's what's really true. So there's no roadmap to changing what it is you want to change. There's no like, how do I, there's no how. There is only what would it take? So the the three-day challenge is in and around three pillars, and I thought I would explore those with you today on the show in the um, hopes of stimulating some change. But it's it's about restoration. For, For money and for business to really work, we need to be functioning as us. And the truth is that most of us are functioning as someone else. And you can just look at this for yourself. It's like, okay, am I being me with money? Yes or no? If you get no, you can ask, who am I being? (laughs) And you might just know right away who you're being, or it might not be so clear. It might be a conglomeration of realities. But when things are not working in our lives and our finances and in our business, we are not being ourselves. So what's required for things to work is to restore self to be able to be in totality self. So my my version of that are these three areas of restoration. And one is the restoration of malleability. One is the restoration of confidence. And one is the restoration of clarity. All of those things in my world were completely destroyed by the time I found Access Consciousness. But thank God, I tied a knot at the end of my rope and I got myself here. So if you're there right now, fuck yes. 
and now what? Okay. So let me see if I can dive into a little bit um, each pillar to give you a sense of it. So restoring malleability, what is that? For anything to slow down, not work, be stuck, not move, malleability has been given up. Now, when we come in, we are immensely malleable. I don't know if you've ever seen a kid, but they are like, they're so flex. I mean, they're flexible from their body to their being, right? Just there's flexibility everywhere. And they just go, 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 choose, 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 create, create, create. And that's it. That's their reality, right? So their malleability is, is an innate part of them as a being. So you might have noticed that as we get older, malleability and flexibility is the thing that we usually, that, that goes away. We think it goes away. But in truth, we give it up because we don't cultivate malleability. We typically stay pretty stuck in fixed points of view, um, period. <laughs> so, and this is, it's interesting even talking about it because I'm getting, I'm seeing the parallels with physical reality and business and money reality. It's the same thing. Like we just, because we don't cultivate flexibility in our bodies, we get more and more stiff as age as we age and because we don't cultivate malleability in our energetic world we things get more stiff as we age or they stay smaller they stay stuck or they stay hard so we have to restore malleability and the quickest way to restore malleability is choice and the the companion to choice is beginning to ask different questions now you can ask any question, but the thing you need to know about questions is it has to be an actual question. Now, any question you ask that has an answer is not an actual question. It's a conclusion. So that's like tip number one for asking a true question is if it has an answer, it's not a question. And I know that flies in the face of everything I know. But what you gotta get is when you ask an actual question, it opens up space, it opens up possibilities, it starts to restore flexibility and malleability because space provides you what you require to choose anything. And the truth is that you already know what you can choose to change what's showing up with business and money. You already know. You may not be conscious of it, you may have hidden it so far from yourself that you can't even seem to find it. it. All of that might have occurred. You might have negated it, defended against it, hidden it, all that stuff. That's okay. But you do know. And you know what renders you functional? Is starting to ask questions. Two of the most basic, seemingly throwaway questions that aren't actually throwaways are... How does it get better than this? How does it get better than this? How does it get better than this? And what else is possible here that I haven't considered? Our realities create themselves to the level of what we have been willing to choose, ask for, and what we have considered. They expand to the degree that we're willing to invite in what's possible beyond what we've considered. And questions are what restore that possibility. So in the restoration of that possibility, we also restore this malleability to our world that allows things to actually move. How do you survive quicksand? Well, it's not by standing still. 
basically if you stand still on quicksand the quicksand will suck you you're you're it's like uh if you've ever stood on the beach when the waves are kind of washing up and washing back and washing right you sink into the sand but if you're moving in that sand you don't sink right you are moving the waves are moving the sand is moving it's all movement so again, when you restore malleability, you don't sink. You actually, it works. You can stay fluid and active and present with what's changing with the water, right? It all works. As soon as you stand still, you get swept away or you drown. The same is true of your life. The same is true of money. The same is true of business. So what you want to do is restore that, restore it with question, what else is possible here that I haven't considered? And I'll give you an advanced tip. Start choosing stuff. Not from like, how do I do this or what's the right thing to choose, but like, what's next, what's next, what's next? That's actually how I do everything. Okay. So the second pillar in this stimulating change with money and finances is restoring confidence. Now this is a big one, and this definitely doesn't happen overnight or in a challenge or but it does have a beginning. You can begin again. And the coolest thing about restoring confidence is you can just begin again and begin again and begin again and begin again, even if you destroy your confidence. This is an extreme example, but I was, couldn't sleep last night and I was watching uh, a mini documentary on the opioid crisis right now in this small community in West Virginia. I'm gonna butcher the stats, but essentially like, something crazy like five years ago there was like one od um, overdose every month or something and now there's 28 a day i mean it's like it's that that distinct of a difference and so anyway so through this documentary they show this different clips and things and one of the clips they keep they show throughout the documentary is uh scenes from drug court so there's so many people oding and um, abusing the substance that they have a, a drug court. So I don't know what the process is, but essentially people agree to like get their lives together or they end up in jail. Like it's this thing. So it, and the process of becoming clean as it were is varied. I mean, everybody chooses something different with it. Everybody has different degrees of willingness, ability, choice, but it's literally like one step forward, you know, it could be one step forward, five steps back, two steps forward, one step back, three steps forward, the next day, one more step forward. It's this kind of thing. And some people kill themselves. And a lot of people have this kind of upward trend, right? But if they literally don't give up and they just keep showing up and they just keep showing up and they just keep showing up and it's like one day at a time, one moment at a time, one meeting at a time, they end up totally turning their life around. And those stories always make me cry because that is what I've done. And I'm sure to some degree, that's what you've done and are doing. <sighs> Hoorah for us. So restoring confidence is a process, but it has a beginning and then another beginning and another beginning. And so What you could start to look at is, is this. Every single choice you made, whether it created destruction in the future or no future, or it generated a new future, every choice you made got you here. Every choice you've made has given you 
has been a gift in some way. It's given you information that you needed, awareness that you needed, ability to acknowledge the strength that you are, the courage that you are. There's something that it's gifted you, probably multiple things for every choice. And one of the steps in restoring confidence is to begin to look at the choices you've made that you're not proud of. And then part two is begin to look at what it is that you got from that, what information you got from making those choices that you haven't looked at yet. It's essentially the exercise version of what's right about me I'm not getting. And it's really like having you sit down and really taking out a piece of paper even and starting to get even more specific with it. Because what we typically do with this confidence stuff is we, we don't ever really get present with it. We kind of tend to walk around with this underlying low growl of discontent about us about how we generally choose, about what we are in the world. Like just not, we just kind of don't like ourselves and we're not very nice to ourselves. We're not kind. And so this, in this restoration of confidence, it's an invitation to be more kind. And it's a step-by-step. -step. It's a looking at the choices you made that you're not that proud of. And then also looking at, well, what information did I get about this that I'm not looking at? It begins this process of acknowledgement, of claiming you as a creator being because that's what's true about us we create and some we are obsessive about creating and sometimes we create epic piles of shit and sometimes we create epic piles of wonder but for the most part we walk around feeling like and choosing epic piles of shit like feeling like we're creating epic piles of shit and and choosing it but also never really looking at, is that all we're doing? Are we just a total waste of time and we should just toss ourselves out or something else? And I want to invite you to like tie a knot at the end of, or something else and go looking for it. What have you chosen that you're not proud of? And what information did you get out of it? And then that leads me into this third pillar, which is restoring clarity. Because the pathway to stimulating change in your business and with finances is not linear. And it's not, there's no how, there's no manual. It's this spherical willingness to be as powerful as you are and just start. So we're restoring malleability with choosing and adding a question or two back into our mix. We're restoring confidence by looking at the things we're not proud of and wondering what we got out of that. What was the information we got out of that that we couldn't have gotten any other way? And now we're going to restore clarity by taking up the challenge of who we truly are, pulling up our big girl panties and going, okay, what have I been avoiding being clear about? Now, I save this for the end of the episode where most of you are not going to be listening <laughs> on purpose because I do know that restoring clarity can be one of the most confronting actions. But I will tell you it's a superpower 
And it's one of the things that if you become willing to be it, to be it, to have it, to create it for yourself, will empower you the most. Which is probably why we avoid it, because generally we avoid the things that are going to make us powerful. I didn't say we were bright, you know. Why would we want to be powerful when we could be victims? Just true. And if you begin to choose it, it does empower you in a way that nothing else can. So one of the ways you could start with this is you could go, what are even one? What's one thing that I haven't wanted? What's one thing I've been avoiding in regards to money and business? Now, I had a big list of these. <laughs> so I'm, I'm gifting you the what's one thing just you know, to start us out gentle. In truth, what needs to be looked at is a whole taking stock of everything. Like, what is? What have I been avoiding looking at? Start with one thing. What have I been avoiding looking at with money? What have I been avoiding looking at with my business? And then on the other side of the page, as an exercise, go, what's one thing I could choose to start to handle this one thing? What's one thing I've been avoiding? And what's one thing I could choose to start to handle this one thing? Because again, we're talking about stimulating change and business and money and living are this marathon. Like they never, they never end. It's a, it's a continual creation. Somewhere I was, I, for a long time, I lived as if this money thing would be over someday. Like I could get there and then money would be over. And when I started really getting present with all this stuff that I'm talking to you about, uh, I recognized that that's what I was doing. And I recognized that I was waiting for somebody to come and rescue me from this. I'm like, I've just got to hold on for like five more minutes and then somebody's going to come do this for me. And I really truly was functioning like that. And then when I, when it finally hit me that that's what I was doing, it was definitely like damsel in distress waiting for the prince on the white horse thing. I had, I gave my head a shake because it was the first time I'd really become conscious that I was doing that and really looked at like, gosh, if a, a number of things, like if I keep doing that, what's that going to create? Because it's doing that wasn't allowing me to get clear. And then, okay, what do I want to be the source of here? Another great question. And I recognized that what I really wanted to choose was to be the guy it, you know, and I'll, I'll segue then probably forget my point, but it reminded, I remember very distinctly in that moment, remembering a conversation I'd had with uh, a, a friend back in the day and she had totally changed her weight of her body. She was very, very, very overweight. And then I don't know, a year, year and a half later wasn't, she just changed it. And of course, you know, when you do, when you make that drastic a change and it's very visible, people want to know how you did it. And she had read a book. I'm going to butcher this because I haven't been able to find it to this day, but I think it was called like choice by choice by choice. And what I remember about her talking to me about it was she's like, she'd read this book and in it, this guy had talked about that anything great was created from the small daily choices you made every day. And it just had hit her that if all she, if all she did was every single day, make new choices, that eventually the weight would just be different. Because the, the end result would 
get created from the willingness to just commit to the small daily choices. And I, I just will never forget that. It just struck me. And in that moment where I was recognizing that I was totally waiting for a night on a white horse and wanting just to hang on for five more minutes until this money thing was over and I didn't have to look at it anymore, that story came back to me and she came back to me and I was like, wow, first of all, I know that that's not going to occur. And if it does, great, but I will have already done the thing, chosen to be the guy. And number two, I really wanted that as my wheelhouse. I didn't want to keep being that person that I wasn't proud of, you know? And it brings up a lot of energy because I spent a lot of years being something that I wasn't proud of. I, I spent a lot of years doing stuff that I wanted to hide and, you know, throw into the back of the closet and not talk about. And... So by the time I got to that moment where it was all kind of hitting me and coming alive for me in a different way, I was really ready to be something different for myself. And that's what this conversation is really about. Like restoring malleability to you instead of that stuck place where you're just wrong. And restoring confidence in you that, look, if you can create big piles of shit and big piles of backlog, you can create anything. You've just been using it in this direction. Now it's time to recognize that you have the power and start choosing in a different direction. And then restoring that clarity of like, okay, what is? What is here? Let's take stock. Let's look around and see what it is I've created so far. You know, there's a whole list of things I'm not proud of, but here they are. And there's a whole list of things that I want to be different. And so what one choice can I make today to start to move this in a different direction right away? Stimulating change is all about recognizing that you have what it takes. But it's, I think even that's a little bit big. It is true. But it's, I guess it's more about recognizing that with one choice, you can start to create something different and then the next choice and then the next choice and then the next choice. And it literally doesn't matter where you're starting. It doesn't matter. I started way down in the pit. I've basically been mining for my wrongness for like 50 billion years. And I was 50,000 feet under the surface of the earth down there somewhere. That's what it felt like. And so to even get to the surface where I could function took a lot of work. You might be starting there too. I had a lot of backlog. I had a lot of things that I hadn't handled and it got, I let it get worse. So by the time it came time, by the time I was really willing to start choosing something different and look at it, it there was a lot. Maybe that's your situation. Maybe not. And anyway, you look at it, it doesn't matter. Whether you're starting from down there or you're starting from here and going, okay, what else? Cool. All of this works. So if so, so it's just about recognizing that with another choice and another question, you can start stimulating something new. What would it take for fill in the blank to show up? What can I be or do different today to have more right away? How many different ways can cash and currency show up for me? Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So business and living done different is about recognizing that you always have another choice. It's that willingness to restore your innate and natural 
spaces of being that we just gave up for wrongness. We gave up in favor of other people's realities, other people's ways of doing things, other people's answers in an attempt to create something. And cool, but we got here. So who cares? How does it get any better than this? What else is possible that we haven't considered? So join me for a three-day challenge to begin to deep dive into this. Just head to my website, crystaljoycrawford.com, and you can find it there. I also want to invite you to check out infinitebeingschool.com if you're brand new to access consciousness, because access consciousness is all about stimulating change. Every single tool, every single technique, every single body process, every single thing is to stimulate this change in your world, to stimulate you and what you know and what you're capable of choosing and what you're capable of creating. So check it out in the way that you do. Both are available. What will you choose? Thank you so much for listening to this show. My target is to make consciousness easy to find. So if you enjoyed this, please leave a five-star review and also share this with a friend who you know might be looking for more consciousness in their life. You can visit me on crystaljoycrawford.com and to learn more about the incredible life-changing tools of access consciousness, go to accessconsciousness.com and theclearingstatement.com and be sure to subscribe to the podcast. Mm-hmm.